Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. My next guest, they are on the phone. Are educators turned entrepreneurs? Are the epitome of the turn power couple? The dynamic duo started their business, business together in the early 20s and within three years grew it to a million-dollar business and only, and only two years later, a multi-million-dollar business. They're owners of Holt & Holt Entrepreneurship. They are also owners of Holt Custom Homes. They are working. They are working real estate in the thriving city of Huntsville, Alabama. I've been to Huntsville, Alabama, so I'm not. I'm not joking around when I use the term "thriving city of Huntsville, Alabama." Please welcome to Money Making Conversation because they are the stars of their own series. Are featured on their own series. Just in case somebody gets upset when I use the word "stars," love and marriage, Huntsville. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Melly. Melody and Martel Holt. Hello, hi. Hello there. Hello there. Well, first yeah, of all, we'll, we'll we'll take that. We'll take that. Um, you know, you know, and you got to because guess it's by branding and marketing. And guess what? When I read your bio, you guys truly understand that you're not afraid to step out and 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 go take your 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 careers and opportunities down a different lane, and that's really important. Well, we so. Take- well, thank you so much for that. We appreciate that. And thank you for having us on your show today. Well, first of all, it's a, it's a thankful for me because, you know, when you build a brand and, and you get out there and it has to have some relevancy. And some people say, you should do a Sean McDonald's show, Money Making Conversation show. Because when I started the platform three years ago, you know, I had my celebrity friends call in and, and I didn't know even know why I was talking to them. You know, just they were calling in. <laughs> and, hey, Rashawn. And I, after, hey, Rashawn, it went, okay, what are we going to talk about? So I had to develop a point of view. And my point of view is to bring talented individuals. You guys not only are 
you know, celebrities from a, a from a TV standpoint, but you're celebrities in the entrepreneurship world, and that's where I live. That's where I live in entrepreneurship as well as entertainment. And so I wanted to bring you on the show, both of you, because it's a power couple. I love bringing power couples on the show because it's really about communication. Mm-hmm. It's about being a, because you bring your work home and you take your work away from home, and you need, have to learn when to stop working. And so I wanted to start off because I had Carlos King. He was on the show yesterday. He's the creator, executive oh, producer. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was on the show. I beat Carlos King now. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> he was on the show yesterday, and I told him that I was going to be interviewing you guys. And uh, he said, wow. He said, they tell us how you guys created, how, did the, how was the relationship that you guys uh, have started out with Carlos King? Well, you know, it's so um, just very interesting and amazing because we actually met Carlos King five years ago. Right. And when we sat down and met with him, it was for a consultation to pitch this show idea that we had that was really based off of us, our family, and our business and interest in this industry called the property preservation industry, which is a multi-billion dollar industry, right? Right. So we met with him, pitched our show, showed him our treatment, and he loved you know, he loved the idea. He said, you know, you guys look like you would be great on TV. But to be honest, the first thing you said was, you know, what do you say, Martin? Uh, he said, you guys want to be on um, Real Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> and, and Martel was like, uh, no, I want to keep my wife. And so at that time, yeah, yeah. And so at that time, it was a lot of um, breakups and stuff, relationship issues going on and um, on Housewives. And Martel was like, oh, I want to keep my wife. Right, right, So anyway, right. we met with him. And then over the years, we just continue to reach out to Carlos, continuing to sell Huntsville, to sell the Hope brand, showing him what's happening in Huntsville, what's happening with our family dynamic. And, you know, we just, you know, we really pushed the idea. And it doesn't happen overnight all the time. You know, now we have a show on the Oprah Winfrey Network, and we're so thankful and excited about that. And you know, just thankful for that opportunity. But it took a long time of us staying in contact and pushing what we thought would be a great idea. And then when we speak about pushing, you know, we hired our own staff to, you know, record us and things of that nature right. for us to do like sizzles and things like that. So it was it was it was work. Right. It was work. Um so like Melody mentioned, it doesn't happen overnight. So we really have to put work in to accomplish the goal. And the goal was to get a show. And we got it. Well, so no, mission accomplished. And on to the next thing. Absolutely. The cool thing about it, you go, okay, Huntsville, Alabama, the birthplace of Alabama. Uh, population, what, about 200,000 population? But then you start yeah. digging into Alabama, high tech. You know, the legacy of the space program is yeah. out of Alabama, Huntsville, Alabama. A lot of people don't know that. The reason I know that was that when I left IBM, in uh, 86 to become mm. a comic on the road, I used to come through Huntsville, Alabama to perform. Yeah. So when I walked, when I went into that market, you know, it's, 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 it's totally different from any other city in uh, Alabama because of that high tech. And the Oh, I, I totally agree. And it, we, have the, um, we have the number two research park um, in, in the, the country. country. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And Second that, largest research park in the country. And I'm sure that, you know, when when you when you came to Carlos, Carlos is just like anybody else. Huntsville, Alabama. What's going on in Huntsville, Alabama? Why would you better <laughs> believe it? You know, that's they why they come out here and see cows and horses and things and of that it. nature. And that's Ab- it. We absolutely. have that now. Don't get it twisted. We do have that. But absolutely. That's not it. Ab- then you got good food, too, and great barbecue. All that good stuff down there in Huntsville. But yeah. the, that's why he looked into an attractive couple that was a modern, that was a go getter. That's why he went. You won't be on the uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta. He was trying to pull y'all into Atlanta, not knowing that 
he hadn't done his research yet. And one not, I'm not saying anything negative because everybody knows what they know. I just happened to know it because, guess what? I was a road comic. I, w- I went through all the cities in America telling my jokes. And when I got to Huntsville, Alabama, it opened my, my eyes because every restaurant chain that you can find in Houston or Dallas was in Huntsville, Alabama. The the the, the intellectual uh, uh, con- uh, crowd was in Alabama. And I realized that all sitting around that high-tech environment is sitting right there in little old northern Alabama, Huntsville, Alabama. And that's where you do yeah. it. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's, yes, sir. That's okay. very true. And that's one of the things, you know, that for us is so awesome is actually, you know, it's easy certain markets to get a show in, like your Atlanta, your LA, your New York. Right. But we're <laughs> doing something right here in Alabama. And I think that's part of the significance of our program and of our show. Well, guess what? I'm very happy about the show. I know, it's, I know the finale ended in November. And so I know it's not on right now. But let's talk about the entrepreneurship side of you, too, and also the fact that you guys were former school teachers, correct? That's correct. Yes. Yeah, I have a degree in secondary education, English. Yeah. And I have a degree in special education, and I gave that teaching thing, what, a year and a half? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was tough. Let's oh, say that. Okay. It, was, it was tough. It was very challenging, you know, dealing with the, um, the kids of today. Well, you know, <laughs> let's talk about that because, like, my degree is in mathematics, okay, my minors in sociology. I went to school and and I was I was under the thought process that that's where I was supposed to I was supposed to do. I don't forget going to college. Hey, I love the fact that I have a math degree, but that doesn't mean that's your final journey. And that's what I love about you guys' story. You know, you are educators, so you out there shaping minds. And so, and your mind said this is the direction I should go. But but what made the twist? What 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 made that turn? Because you know, the the to to, to actually you were working in the environment of your career choice. Why was there a change? You know, um, I'll start first and let Martell answer. From my point of view, you know, I don't feel like there's something set for you and that's your only path and that's your only way. People can be versatile, right? I think that for us, even though we were in the classroom, we also ultimately still had that business side to us. Because you got to think, keep in mind, when we were teaching, you know, we started a lawn care business. We, you know, gained over 50 residential clients. So we were cutting lawns after school and on the weekends, running this business, LLC'd it, creating um, marketing material and things of that nature. You know, we were doing all of that while we were teaching. And then we went on to gain some commercial clients in the lawn care field and um, cleaning certain offices like dental offices and things like that um, at night and on the weekends. So we, though we had degrees in education within us, it was still, when you say, Martell, that business sense and business side to us. Yeah, I think that uh, Mel and I, we both are entrepreneurs at heart. Mm -hmm. And I think that's uh, the the key to a lot of our success right there is no one had to coach us to be entrepreneurs. It was already within. So it's, we're going to do multiple things. So us teaching, it's like we have to do something else. And also we wanted a better lifestyle as well, other than, you know, the 30, 40 some thousand dollars salary right, that we were right. getting from teaching. Mm-hmm. And then teaching too, you know, it's, it's not only full time, but it's like overtime and you don't get paid overtime right. for, for being a school teacher. For grading you know? papers and creating lesson plans. <laughs> and, and also coming know, out of your pocket of so to pay for things. So my heart that... goes out to teachers right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm hopefully one day I'll be starting, Mel and I will be starting a program to assist um, teachers in, in I, I guess, you know, get, getting better pay, you know, getting mm-hmm. better, more money and things of that nature because teachers, they do a lot. And also come out of their pockets. I was saying because of the fact that, you know, the, 
just because a kid goes to school don't mean they have the proper supplies, don't mean they have the opportunity to be able to, you know, learn the curriculum because of the fact that you have to come out of your pocket and get some extra paperwork or buy a book. And, you know, you, you, you tend to start adopting kids and financially you're not even prepared for that. So you getting out of that space and doing extra work at night. And now I was looking in your bio, it was saying uh, landscaping. That was really, you guys got into landscaping too? Cause I want to, cause you guys yeah. are really entrepreneurs. You know, you you didn't stay in one 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 area. You say, okay, I see opportunity. Let me go. I see opportunity. Let me go. Yeah, and that's how that's us, and that's how it's been. You know, from going from the classroom, we start, a lot of times we say we went from the classroom to the boardroom. Okay, <laughs> um, but you know, we decided <laughs> we went. You know, we started the lawn care business first, landscaping and lawn care business. Okay, let's stop right there. Don't, don't say cleaning. that real quick. Come on now, now, landscape. Because I, you know, I, I, I have five acres. Okay, so I know when you say landscaping, that can that's not like, and I also got a home, uh, uh, another home, my home in Houston. You know, it's a regular side yard. So a little man come in, you know, he he mowed, he's gone in like about a half hour or an hour, okay? After he does it. Yeah. Now, the one in Houston is kind of like, uh, they in Atlanta, they kind of like there for, you know, a good six hours because they got to do all. The, so 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 that, 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 that means a team of people had to get involved. So I don't want to like jump so fast and just use the word landscaping. Are you doing? Were you starting out doing small yards, or were you, or did you elevate fast into the into the you know the estate type properties? No, you know the thing is one step at a time. So we were crawling. So yeah, we were cutting small lawns at first, and then we just continued to grow. Right. Um, you know, we started putting flowers on doors, um, meeting with yeah. um, various people to get their business. So. And so we're planting flowers. We're going to apartment complexes and things of that nature, getting their businesses yeah. um, and commercial properties um, as well. So that's how we started really being successful is going to these commercial properties and right. taking care of their, their, um, their lawn maintenance year-round. And then what I remember, too, you know, it's so important whenever you're trying to go into a new industry or into a, a new field that you also study what your competitors are already doing. Oh, so yeah. I can still remember when, when Martell and I first started – um, getting residential clients, and we sat down, and I created that flyer on the computer that we were going to pass out. I remember people had been putting, Martel, I don't know if you remember this. This is so interesting. I remember people would put their um, landscaping cards um, or lawn care cards in our door asking, you know, pretty much they want your business, right? Right, right, right. But right. you would have to call them. Then they would come out, give you an estimate. Then right. you would decide if you're going to go with right. all that time span. So. I remember us saying, okay, no, we're not going to go that, that route because that's too too much of a time gap in between there. When we put our flyers out, here's what we would do. We would go ahead and write down the amount. There was a blank that we would leave where we would write in the amount that we would charge to cut that person's yard. So when they called us, it was on a call of, I want you guys to take care of our lawn. That's smart. So we gained I, like 50, I, 60 I, residential I, clients. I can't so tell you how smart fast. that is. I can't tell you how smart it is. We can be back with more money-making conversations because what you just said frustrates me because I don't have time. You're some of y'all now. So why we got to talk? Be right back with more money-making conversations with the power couple, Melody and Martell Holt of the Huntsville, Alabama, of the Love and Marriage Huntsville, of the, oh, man, they just thriving. Money-making conversations. Be right back. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. You're listening to Money Making Conversations. On the phone is Melanie and Martel Holt of Huntsville, of Huntsville, Alabama, uh, stars of the series, own series, Love and Marriage Huntsville. Uh, we were talking about uh, entrepreneurship. We were talking about being able to transition from 
where people have said that's the path. You got a degree, you got both of you teachers, that's where you should stay. But being able to make that transition, you guys did it kind of simultaneously. You started developing your other option while you was working your full-time option, correct? Oh, yes, sir. And that's the premise behind our book, The 9 to 5 Entrepreneur. 12 questions to consider before taking the leap because that's what we were. We were still doing our 9 to 5, but we were still pushing our entrepreneurial side. So that's that's the premise of the book. And then one of the things, one of the key elements to um, being a, uh, I guess having a nine to five and then looking to go into business, do not give up your nine to five until you've established your business. Right. You know, a lot of people go wrong when they do that. Mm-hmm. They, they leave prematurely and they wonder why they're failing. It's because you need to establish that base before you take that leap. You right. know? Right. I, I agree. You know, I, I, when I was doing stand up, I, I say I was, I, I, I'm always going to be a comedian at heart, but I was working at IBM. And uh, in college, and I was working there full-time. And, you know, in 84, I was named Showtime's Funniest Comic in Texas. In 85, I was named Showtime's Funniest Comic in Texas. In 86, I was named Showtime's Funniest Comic in Texas. In 85, I made the finals with and lost to Ellen DeGeneres. So, but all that was oh. happening while I was at IBM. And so in 86... Uh, that's what I'm talking about. You understand? So, so when I left in 86, I had a brand. You know, and there I was, so I hit the road, came through Alabama, Huntsville, you know, told my jokes yeah. at the movie theater that was doing a comedy at the time way back then. And I just went all over the country, just building my brand, building my brand, moved to New York. So I understand and relate to what you're saying. It's kind of common yeah. sense, but people don't, under, when people get into business, they kind of lose their common sense, don't they? They do. <laughs> they, they do. Because a lot of people, they think it's so simple. Right. On your own business. Right. When it's just as complicated as having a nine to five. Right. Or they think, oh, I'm going to be my own boss, not realizing, no, you you still have someone to answer to. You have clients, you know, that you'll be answering <laughs> to. You, you don't just get to come to work when you want to go to work. And you have to be as disciplined as that nine to five when you have your own business. I'm going to tell y'all something, man. I love both. You guys, you, this is the stuff I say on a regular basis because what I tell people is this, and is that 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 forty hour week job that you have really is the example you should follow when you leave it, because you no, have to ride right. to work on time. You have to apply yourself during that period. You have to have a function, a plan, you know, that allows you to be functional that day. Because people don't keep non functional people at their jobs. You know, if you're not doing any work, they're gonna That's let right. you go. So that's saying, so That's people, right. so people should understand that. So if it's forty hours you're doing, eight hours a day, uh, take an hour break, do the same thing. And you'll find that that will effectively lead you into a world of being a successful entrepreneur. Now, you're not mm-hmm. going to work 40 hours a week as an entrepreneur. You're going to work almost 80 hours a week or more because now it's your passion. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what people don't understand is that, you know, you, when you're converting passion to reality, reality means that, mm-hmm. you know, you might wake up on Sunday. You might not go to church that Sunday. You might have to go do something. Right. You might have to run around, you know. So, but I, because I, I just love, but I, I love the part of this conversation I'm having with you. You guys have great common sense. That's, that's. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you. And what you said is so true. I can remember there have been multiple, you know, especially when we first got started, we had to miss certain family birthday celebrations, you know, with cousins or aunties and certain family trips and family barbecues. Why? Because we were out here working our business, working right. our <laughs> ideas trying to make those things happen. So they, those were the sacrifices. And you got to keep in mind, when Martell and I started our business, I was 22. Mm-hmm. Martell was 26. So mm-hmm. we were young. So mm-hmm. we get, even, you know, our friends at that time, 
They were out having fun, oh, yeah. having a good time, oh, partying yeah. on the weekend, mm-hmm. you know, clubbing it up, I'm sure, right? And we were somewhere being dead tired. Yeah. Right, because we've been working <laughs> and grinding, you know? So, But you get to reap the benefits and the harvest of what you've sown. So we're, we're we're very still thankful, and we don't regret any of those. Decisions. Well, I've seen I've seen the, I've seen the TV show, and I've seen pictures. You guys got it going on physically. Y'all look good as a couple, and y'all carry yourself. I see you in them, in them tailored suits there, uh, Martell. <laughs> You know, all right, all right, all right. Know, oh, no, 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 you're messing with the wrong brother now. That, that's what I do, my man. That's what I do. Oh, Taylor there we suit. go. You know, there because, we go. because, you gotta know. it's just the part two now. Absolutely, because you got to invest in yourself. You got to invest in yourself. But when I say common sense, and, and it's so exciting, and I want to bring you back, because I didn't know anything about the book. If you if you gotta have t- guys have time in your schedule, please come back and let's break down that book. Because I'm excited about promoting that book. I don't know how long it's been out, but everything you guys are saying and referencing in that book is the same common sense mentality that I try to sell to everyday people on Money Making Conversation. Because when you Ooh, said that I whole, agree. Come on, say what you're I tell say, people, too, it's not, I mean, it's not complicated, really, to, to, to be an entrepreneur, to own your own business. It's not magic either, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel um, you can get a lot accomplished by common, uh, a common sense approach right. and um, dedication and commitment, right. you know, and consistency. That right. consistency, I think, will set you apart Ooh. from a lot, you know? Right. I can't tell you how many people we have helped or um, given contracts to, like when we had our lawn care business. And when you see those people are unable to, to um, succeed and fulfill the same way you did, it show, it would show us then, like, okay, so it's not just about the contract is in your hand now, but it's about what do you do after you've gotten that business, that piece of business or that contract? How do you maintain? That's right. How do you maintain it after you've gotten it? And unfortunately, you know, not answering your phone for clients whenever you know that you need to be answering your phone for them, you know, not showing up at the time you tell them you're going to solve and not giving the same quality throughout the consistency and the same quality throughout the duration Mm -hmm. can cause you to lose that contract. So we've had contracts, we've had, you know, when we for years, and then I leave the lung care business, we had a friend who wanted to get in the lung care business. We gave him our contracts. We said, here you go. Here's your start. Here you go. But he wasn't able to maintain it them does, nearly sad. as long as we kept them. Because he was handed it. You know, it's, it's something about when you, when you, when you start, you, you, the fear of losing it. Uh, like I said, getting up on Sunday because, you know, that, that's your baby. You know, that's your, that's your right. dream. Mm-hmm. When you hand mm-hmm. people dreams sometimes, they don't know the responsibility that comes with that dream because they only see the final results. They don't see your lifestyle. Oh. They only see you showing that's up in, right. the, in the car, yeah. in the tailored suits, the hair cut right, the hair done right, the nails done right, the food on the table looking right. That's what they see. I want that. But they don't want to, but they don't know the consequences of keeping that. And that's what you're saying. You gave it to them or that person. And then next thing you know, oh, man, you know, uh, it was cold outside. Oh, man, you know, I, got, I yeah. can't hire the right people. Are you paying them? Are you paying them on time? You know, or, or if you, if you, if, or what's happening here? Because we were able to do it. And it's really sad because, you know, when you, you, you become skeptical and sharing your success, because if they don't do it right, it can affect your brand. It can reflect right. your, your your reputation mm-hmm. if you turn it over to somebody who can't Most deliver. definitely. Oh, my goodness. That's why I look at people and go, I, I, relatives, when they want to borrow money from me, Martel, they have to sign an agreement. I always tell them, uh, 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 if, you, if you go to the bank, what they going to ask for? So why should I not have the same protection 
or statement that you owe me that's amount of money. Oh, you my brother. Oh, you my cousin. Well, I don't care. Well, I'm just like, this is all I want. And so you have to set standards even in relationships, family, wives, girlfriend, cousin, older brother, parents. You got to have rules. And that's what I keep hearing coming out of your, your, this power couple, the Holtz, Holton Holt, Common Sense. That's what y'all, y'all need to write a book called Common Sense. You you guys are incredible. That's your next book. That's your next book, Common Sense. Common Sense. Common Sense. I love it. Now, before I get off the phone, we talked about the landscaping. Now, what is Holt Custom Homes? What is that? Well, you know, earlier how we talked a little bit about one thing can lead to the next one step at a time, Martel said. So we went from, you know, being teachers to lawn care to cleaning. Um, And then someone told us about this industry called property preservation. So we were doing lawn care and cleaning on HUD homes, Mm -hmm. foreclosed properties. And then, you know, they started asking us to do small repairs. Right. So we started doing small repairs. Then I still remember when we got our first work order, Martel, I don't know if you remember this, to demolish a property. I'm sure you remember that. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, we never demolished the property, but okay, we're going to do it. Yeah, definitely can do we it. We did it, made I that happen. It. And then we got a work order. I think it was $127,000 is what I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, to demolish and rebuild about a 1,200-square-foot home mm-hmm. in Rimlap, Alabama. Mm-hmm. And we had never built a home before, but we pulled together the right resources and the right people to do it. And we accomplished that task. And, that, and this was um, several years this ago, too. Several years ago. Mm-hmm. And so from there, like maybe around, this was maybe around 2013. Okay. And then yeah. from there, we decided, oh, well, we're going to get our home builder's license and custom build homes. And yeah, because, because it's like, okay, we're building these houses for the banks. Yeah. Right. So we definitely can do it ourselves. Right. Yep. You know, so mm-hmm. we just add that to our um, check mark. That's right. That, that, that's awesome because that's what I talk about is fear. Because there is always an option to be successful. Like you said, go out and find the people who, that's what they do. You know, you find a person yeah. who, that's, you're, not, you're not supposed to pour the, the concrete. Go find somebody. That's what they do, pour the concrete. That's right. That's right. Delegate. Delegate. De- delegate. Now, but delegate would be over here delegating too much. Don't get him started. <laughs> I, delegate, I delegate everything. Hey, brother, you got to sleep. But I always tell people, you know, I remember when I started, uh, from the early years of managing Steve Harvey, you know, I I I booked the car, I uh, booked the flights, uh, I picked us up, uh, bought all the food when we went out, and then I realized, you know, so Rashawn, you got to start getting extra people around you, security, yeah. get call somebody to book your flights and book your car services, and that's I started delegating too, Martel. So you yeah. need to tell her to be quiet. I know that's your wife and everything; she's beautiful, but she can't tell, she can't interrupt you when you delegate. Delegating is a beautiful thing, my brother. That's, that's right. It makes you feel so much better. Make you feel better, look better, look younger. You know what I'm saying? You don't wake yeah. up with your back hurting. Delegate that pickup over there. Delegate that. Go that that go do something for me. Just just delegate this the way to go. All. So so whatever you say, Miss Hope, I can't join you on that. He can delegate all he wants. Now, I'm sure you're a delegator too, aren't you? Because I can hear you talk. Yeah. You, you almost wanted to tell me something to do a couple of times during this interview. Because I know you tell people that's what to do right. on a regular basis. To 22, you're I 26. delegate. I delegate, but not as much as Martel. You know, I do believe in balance. Oh. Um, and I think that a lot of times, you know, whenever we are um, with someone, it's great whenever you can, I'm you know, they kind of, you're yin to your yang. They offer Melanie, that balance to you. You're not going to so, fool me with this church voice. 
Uh, uh, Martel, I don't know how you handle it, brother. You know, you was four years older. You you just a patient brother. With that church voice, you know, you start getting in an argument with you, you're going to pull out that praise the Lord voice on you. You don't know what to do. You know, you're going to go around. I already know, don't you? I know, man. Dude, I'm up here talking about, you know, she'll, she'll throw out that little sweet Alabama voice on you, but I know she's a cutthroat in negotiation. All that. Because oh, I know. You, you can, you can listen to her and tell that. I'm going to just tell you this. Now, you was probably, when that when that opportunity to demolish that home and rebuild it, you were thinking about it, wasn't you, Martel? She had already started planning it. Why can't we do it? With baby, with baby, listen. What? That's right. Why? She had already had plans on the kitchen table, everything. You going, because we, we, we as men, we think things out. We 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 think mm-hmm. of the women go. Why can't we? And then it, then it forced us to be in the position to go. Yes, we can. So so it's a good power couple relationship. So whenever mm-hmm. one is thinking that they can't do it, the other is pushing them out the door. If everyone is saying the car can't start, the other one's look got the hood up. Why can't it start? Let's make it start. And that's why I love about this phone call because your next book. I'm just telling you, Hope Family, Common Sense. Mm-hmm. And if you if you have Common time sense. in 2020. I want to bring you back on my show. And if you ever come up to Atlanta, I'd love for you to come in studio and sit down and let's talk about the common oh, sense of so what you're We can you guys be there next week whenever you want to. Oh, well, yeah, we come to Atlanta often. Yeah. Well, good, because I'm, we're going to get you back on the show because next week I'll be in Napti because I'll be uh, marketing my show for fall distribution, distribution of money-making conversation on network television. So, my friends. Awesome. Awesome. Know that we're in a position to win. Know we're in a position to be special. But more importantly, thank you for, for spending the time with me the last 30 minutes on this show and share nuggets. Share nuggets of information. Common sense information. All the way from Huntsville, Alabama. <laughs> thank you, teammates. I appreciate you. We talk soon.